Hey, everybody. I'm Gayla Zos. Welcome to episode number eight of the Simple Marketing Academy podcast. This week is a Rookie Mistakes Week, which means the episode will be dedicated to a discussion of marketing-related foul-ups, landmines, disasters, and pitfalls that can happen to anybody if you're new to marketing or if you don't know what the heck you're doing. In this episode, I talked to Gwen Canfield about rookie mistakes in graphic design, those common snafus, those common goofs in graphic design that can lead prospects and customers to the wrong conclusions about your business while making your competitors cheer behind your back. Gwen has been on the podcast before. She's a freelance graphic designer and the owner of Creative Instinct, a branding and website development company based near Nashville. I've worked with Gwen on projects of all kinds for clients all over the country. This was a fun discussion, and I think you'll really enjoy it. Let's listen in. Welcome to the Simple Marketing Academy podcast. If you're a budget-conscious small business owner who wants to learn more about marketing, join us weekly as Simple Marketing Academy founder Gayla Zoes helps you make sense of today's mind-boggling array of marketing options. So sit back, relax, and get ready to cut through the confusion because the Simple Marketing Academy podcast is starting now. Welcome to the Simple Marketing Academy podcast. My name is Gayla Zoes, and I am here today with Creative Instinct founder, Gwen Canfield, and we're going to talk about rookie mistakes in graphic design. That's, that's the topic for today's episode. And Gwen has been a graphic designer for many years, and she, can, she has seen a lot over the years. So Gwen, welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. Before we go into the the, the rookie mistakes uh, discussion, let's start with a, a little bit of information about you. People around here in Middle Tennessee, the Nashville area, know you as a graphic designer, a website developer, and a brand specialist. They may not know what a graphic designer does. So will you explain the things that a graphic designer can do for a business and also tell us a little bit about how you got into work as a graphic designer. Sure. Um, well, a graphic designer is, is a real asset for any business, whether it's a startup or a business that's been in business for a number of years and is looking to kind of put a fresh face on and, and get out there in the, in the marketplace, stand out above their, their competition. Um, but I, as a graphic designer, can help can help that visual appeal in the marketplace um, with logo design, brochure design, website design. Um, make sure that it's all polished and professional looking for the business is consistent and um, presents a good visual, a consistent visual uh, message to the marketplace. Mm-hmm. So how did you get into this kind of work? Um, well, I've always been an artist at heart for, you know, since I was, since I could hold a paintbrush, I've been painting and drawing <laughs> and, and things like that my whole life. Um, but I started work in corporate America 
um, working for a company doing clerical work. Um, and they had a marketing department that I worked my way into because I kind of had a knack for design and art. Um, and I really liked it. So I got formal training um, in all the software and I was producing a lot of materials for them. Um, and then, you know, I took another job with a printing company and then I worked for um, Cracker Barrel Home Office in Lebanon doing a lot of um, graphic design work for their stores, signage and things like that, advertising. Um, and then since about 2005, while I was doing those things, I was building up a freelance business on the side. And when 2008 came along, I couldn't do both. So I decided just to freelance full time and just been loving it ever since. Mm. Yeah, it's thank goodness that you're there. That's all I have to say. Um, Because today's topic is rookie mistakes in graphic design. Now, I am not a graphic designer. And when I am asked to do that, I make rookie mistakes because I am a rookie, a perpetual rookie. But you're a veteran. And so when I say rookie mistakes, I'm talking about those pesky little errors in layout and design and formatting, things that can really make a company look unprofessional. Mm -hmm. So Gwen, what are some of the most common rookie mistakes in graphic design that you see companies making? Well, some things are egregious um, that I always <laughs> no, that I always notice. Um, that's inconsistency in um, look and feel, and look and feel can be you know in within a layout or any kind of design can be font inconsistencies. Maybe they're using a bunch of different kinds of fonts, and some are bold, and some are italicized, and they're all different sizes. You know, that is definitely a dead giveaway of, <laughs> of a rookie mistake. Um, you know, margins and things that are not lined up properly. Um, but one of the biggest egregious mistakes that, that, you will, that you'll see are pixelated images. So that could be a logo. It could be photographs. Um, I have even seen photographs that someone has just copied from Google images and it still has a watermark on it, you know, I <laughs> or something and they put it on their brochure. It's like, really? <laughs> oh, so yeah, there's a, there's a lot of little things like that that are telltale signs of rookie mistakes. Well, I, I have, well, we, we, we have a lot of mutual clients and when you're taking care of the graphic design. There are no rookie mistakes, but a lot of times you'll inherit um, assets, pictures, um, things, fonts even, that someone who was in the role before did, and they are less than um, ideal, shall we say. <laughs> how, how do you go about fixing those problems. Hmm. Tell me about your process. Uh, well, first, I just I look at all the files that I'm provided um, to see if they are large, high-resolution images. Um, if they are not, for instance, a logo, um, if it's a small file and it's just not going to reproduce correctly, 
um, I will ask the client, do you have this in other formats that I can take a look at? Because this one is really small. And so they'll send me everything they have. And if that's still not going to work, then I say, you know, I really need a certain format. Let me redraw this logo for you um, into a vector, what's called a vector format. And that is a format that can be blown up as big as a house and it won't pixelate. Um, so I can do that, you know, for a small fee. Um, but when it comes to photographs, if what they're sending me is, is too small or it's blurry, um, I will suggest maybe we find a stock photo that we could replace that photo with. Um, that is good and high resolution. And I have access to a whole library of stock photos that um, I'll usually put together a light box of photos for them to look, look at and choose from. Um, or I, I, I do a little photography on the side and depending on what they need, I can come out and shoot some new photos for them. So those are kind of the options I lay out there for them. Why do you think that that companies end up in graphic design jail, so to speak, because they've made these rookie mistakes. How do you think that happens? You know, you know, a lot of times they just don't know better and they have someone working for them or they have, you know, a nephew or a cousin or, or somebody like that that says they like art and they like graphic design and they can do it. Um, or they're just trying to save money, you know, and, and utilize somebody that won't charge very much, um, who, but who also may not really know what they're doing. So, um, that's a lot of, a lot, usually the way that it goes with, with poor, poor graphic design. <laughs> so for all the, all the entrepreneurs out there who are dying to know how to tell whether a graphic designer doesn't know what they're doing, what are some of the telltale signs? <laughs> Oh gosh. Um, ask them if they know the difference between a vector image and a raster image. <laughs> <laughs> um, ask them, you know, just ask them what, what, what are the different formats that I need to have my logo in for it to be produced cleanly and professionally on print, um, in embroidery, on signage, tell me all the different formats, you know, that and why. <laughs> yeah. I think also asking a graphic designer or someone that you're considering for that role in your company to, sh to show you examples of their work. That's always a good place to start. Oh my gosh. Yes. Portfolio, no doubt is very, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's key. And an online portfolio, you know, I mean, these days you got to be on the web and anybody that, is worth their salt. <laughs> Graphic design is going to have a professional portfolio, especially one that you can look at online. So that's important. So if, a, if uh, an entrepreneur is interested in working with a graphic designer, a good graphic designer, where should they look? Um, you know, I'm, I'm a big supporter of local businesses. Um, I try to support local businesses in my area whenever I can. There's a lot of freelancers out there um, in your own community that you can Google and look up and they always, if they, they should have a website with a portfolio um, that you can, you know, you can utilize. There's a lot of talent out there. 
Um, so, you know, but there are different ways to find a graphic designer. Some are not so great. Some are like freelancer.com where you can, you know, pick somebody 20 bucks will create a design for you out of a bucket that they of prepackaged things. And you'll, you know, you might end up getting something that doesn't look very good or that looks like just like something that one of your competitors has. So there's a lot of different ways to go about it, but those are a couple of them. Yeah, I think I think um, it's important to to think about hiring a graphic designer as starting a relationship, because that relationship with a graphic designer is going to continue, and you want someone who hasn't just mastered the basics. I mean, those are the you know the, that's the price of entry into the game. But you want someone who can be with, who can be there to produce the flyers when you need it, to produce maybe um, you know some uh, gifts if you need them, uh, JPEGs that you're going to need for social, all kinds of things. So it's not, it's never just a once and done thing, because if you're if you're marketing, you're going to need images all the time, especially if you're on social. So I think that that it it should be viewed as not a transaction where you do one thing and it's done. You're you're really creating a relationship with a professional who can be with you as your business grows and and could even be a catalyst for growth. Absolutely. That's so true and you're going like you said you're going to need things. You're going to need graphic design support. <laughs> um that's continual. Um, and, you know, for all different types of, of, of media and, and ways that you want to promote your business. And you want to make sure with branding, consistency is so important. Um, and if you're working with one, you build a relationship with a designer from the beginning. They know your brand. They know your look and feel of all your, your communications. Then you can be sure that all of your communications are going to be on brand and look consistent, which is really important for that getting that recognition in the marketplace. Yeah. I think that it's a smart thing for an entrepreneur to look at these creative professionals as a circle of advisors. You're going to have people around you who are going to be with you for the long haul as you grow. Um, and and uh, and if you don't have that, if you, if you, if you try to do it all yourself, or you contract it out to the, you know, somebody who can do it for you for ten bucks, I just think there are big risks, and those risks will will um, create problems for you when it comes to making a good first impression on prospects. Exactly. Yeah, it's 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 always good to have a partner, somebody that you can rely on that's going to be there. When you need something, you don't have to scramble and try to produce it yourself and it not and end, it end up not looking good or, um, you know, wonder, oh, gosh, you know, who am I going to get to turn this ad around for me so that I can get it submitted to be, you know, on time um, to a publication. You'll always have that resource. And when you think about it, yes, the topic of this podcast episode is rookie mistakes in graphic design, but we're really not just talking about the mistakes that an incompetent graphic designer might make. We're talking about 
the mistakes that the business owner makes when sourcing that skill, when hiring that skill. I think those are the biggest mistakes of all. Absolutely. That's so true. (laughs) Okay. Let's get ready to wrap this up, Gwen. What are the most important things that somebody who's starting a business or growing a business needs to know about avoiding rookie mistakes in graphic design? Um, if it's pixelated, don't use it. (laughs) If it's pixelated, run, run. (laughs) If it's pixelated, something is wrong and you need professional help. (laughs) (laughs) No, the very best thing that they can do is just work with a professional. I mean, you're not going to, you know, if you have a health problem, you're not going to go to, you know, the, uh, ACE hardware to get it fixed. I mean, you're going to go to the right professional for the job. Um, so just, you know, find one in your area that, that is reliable, has a good portfolio that you can build a relationship with that can support you going forward. I think that's good advice. So if somebody wanted to Google to find a local graphic designer, what would they put in the uh, search bar? Um, graphic designer, comma, and your city and state. That's, that's what I would start with. Um, if you're looking, if you want to work with a freelancer, if you're an entrepreneur or a startup, your budget might be a little bit uh, limited. So in that case, freelance graphic designer, comma, your city and state. Yep. Yep. Good advice. Okay. Gwen, if somebody wants to work with you or they want to learn more about you, how do they find you? Uh, they can go to my website at creativeinstinct.biz, B-I-Z. Um, and I have a form on there they can fill out about their project, or they can just contact me directly at Gwen, G-W-E-N, at creativeinstinct.biz. Perfect. Well, Gwen, thank you for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. Thank you for listening to the Simple Marketing Academy podcast. If you enjoyed the show, why not leave a review? It's easy to do on whatever app you use to listen. We would love your feedback. And speaking of feedback, if there's a topic you'd like us to address on the podcast, let us know. Just drop us an email at info at simplemarketing.academy. The Simple Marketing Academy podcast will be back next week with more straight talk about marketing your small business. See you there.